You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good team. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dallas After Show. What's, what's up, kids? Welcome back. Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another uh, recap show for Dallas season. Well, season one of the of the the continuation of Dallas. <laughs> what season were you going to say? I don't, well, it would technically be season fifteen. I guess. I guess so. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. There were 14 original seasons, which mm-hmm. I've started watching. I'll tell you about that later. But this is episode three, The Price You Pay. Uh, I'm AJ Gibson, your host, joined by my lovely, lovely co-hosts. One of them more lovely than the other. I'll let her introduce herself first. <laughs> so I'll Dorinda introduce Barker. myself then. <laughs> you see how he just jumps in on you? You try to say your name and he's talking over you. Say it again. Say it again. Dorinda Barker. Try being in a relationship with a guy for three years. God, it just <laughs> never gets old. And who never are you? Old. I'm Ryan Allen Carrillo. Nice Thank to you. meet you. Fantastic. We're back. So this episode started off with a bang. It did. A lot of stuff going on very quickly. Very quickly. Um, The show's doing well. I mean, in the ratings last week, it was a huge success for TNT. They had almost 6.9 million viewers. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a big number for TNT. It's the biggest uh, non-major network show of the year so far, I guess. It's a huge success. Yeah. Good for them. Right. The show's really good. Right. I didn't know if it would be. I thought it would be terrible. I Um, I thought it was going to be... 50-50. 50-50. I'm like, yeah. you just never know. A lot of these reboots lately have just not been that right. great. Right. And I covered um, GCB in the spring, which I love, but it was a little campy and kind of never mm-hmm. really got off the ground. Um, and I was, and this also takes place in Dallas, and I thought, I was afraid it could kind of end up something like that, but right. not at all. Because right. Dallas was originally a soap opera, right. essentially. Um, and it, it's cool. I like it. I think but, it's definitely stayed true to its roots. So it's yes. like it's very, very much like the original and scandalous. Every every two seconds, there's some yes. scandal going on. And for those of you guys watching and those of you listening, I know last week I was a little bit confused. I read some of your iTunes comments. And I thank you for helping me get through this. I had no <laughs> idea. I'd never seen an episode of Dallas. So this weekend, I literally watched 20 episodes. I watched all of the season one, the, the five-part miniseries. Correct. Which then mm-hmm. turned into an actual, that became season one. Right. And then I watched the first 15 episodes of season two from 1979. I know everything there is to know about the Ewings and the Barnes families. I know it all. So Who's your I'm favorite ready. character? My favorite character, oh my gosh. I can't even, just, just, I can't even <laughs> talk about this. I get so nervous when I talk about Victoria Principal as Pamela Ewing, Pamela Barnes Ewing, because she's Cliff Barnes' sister, um, who we'll talk about later. <laughs> she is everything. I had no idea. I've heard she about completely- her before. She's complete T. She is complete T. Like, she is capital, capital T. She's phenomenal, and I had no idea. I'd heard the name growing up, but I didn't really know who she was. She's amazing. There aren't women Mm -hmm. like her on television right now. No, there is The closest I could think of was, um, what's her name from, oh gosh, you're going to kill me right now. I can't think of her name. Um, Lost. 
Evangeline Lilly. Oh, Evangeline Lilly. I was in Who love I live with her. For, too. Yeah, she's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, she's amazing. But uh, she comes close. But Victoria Principal and that little that little red. She was just so Mercedes. young and had just such everything. Presence. Yeah, she was amazing. Oh, she just walked into a room and you were like, yes. oh. I love you. She, I want to be you. Because back, I mean, she would be hot today, looking like that. Right, and oh, she yeah. still actually is hot. I've seen pictures of her recently. She looks great. Right, she looks amazing. Oh lord! But we do have some topics. We should probably try to cover them, right? Yes, we were in Denver this weekend, <laughs> and he would text me at three in the morning. Oh my gosh, this episode! Someone got kidnapped. Like he's out of control. <laughs> yes, we were in. Okay, this is this is the kind of gay that I am. We were in Denver working uh, an event for Gay Pride all weekend, doing all kinds of stuff, getting crazy. And on my off time, I literally just sat in my hotel room and watched Dallas. Yeah. And he wonders why he doesn't have a boyfriend. I know. I'm like, why am I single? I can't figure this out. I'm like laying in bed, like eating Oreos at three in the morning, watching Dallas from 1979. Right. But you got to see Pam in the red convertible. Oh, she's phenomenal. The red convertible. I I understand Mm -hmm. Victoria Principle now, so I get it. We actually actually have a friend who wanted the red convertible his entire life because he adores Victoria Principle so So much. So he bought the same car, but a white white one. (laughs) No. Swear. Too funny. That's fantastic. Too funny. Anyway, so um, so at the beginning of this episode, well, we've got a few topics we want to talk about. Let's talk about JR because there's no way on earth you can ever get around him he he's phenomenal he has more lines than anyone else on the yes. whole show like, uh, I, thought, I thought he was going to be old. a very like supporting character for some mm-hmm. reason because it's his age and everything mm-hmm. else but he was just like they're really building it. the show around the original oh. characters right he, yeah. he steals it like there's yes. no doubt about it I mean one of one of his uh, not lines it was a couple lines but when he was talking to the Venezuelans mm-hmm. and he goes the oh, best at the very way beginning? Uh, yeah mm-hmm. at the very beginning he goes the best way to understand a man is to talk to his friends and to talk to his enemies my friends are all in the big house and my enemies well that's a different story yeah he calls them a little bit harder to find yeah a little bit yes I'm like well okay <laughs> alright there you go he's connected oh yeah yes. and he knows what he's doing it's mm-hmm. interesting because I watch him now he's so ruthless on the new show but in season one he was because eh, season one was a little bit more about Bobby Bobby right. and Pam and then season two he starts to kind of control things a little bit more but he's still a little bit um the family still kind of thinks he's a decent person. By now, all these years later, everybody knows he's ruthless and they don't trust him at all. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Which you don't really realize until the end of this episode, which we'll talk about. But um, Bobby's not as, as naive as, as he used to be. Right. Yeah, which Well, is because cool. he's been screwed over so many times yeah. that it's just like it's, second nature. Yeah. It wouldn't be normal. I'm I'm not even through with season two yet, and I I swear to you, there have been at least like four or five kidnappings. I mean, there's a lot of kidnappings on this show. Right? I don't get it. Did they kidnap John Ross yet? Is that season two? John Ross? Yeah. When he gets bored, no. When he gets born, they he gets kidnapped as a whole ransom. It's hysterical. No, but Sue Ellen's pregnant right now. Okay, well it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. So Jared moves back into uh, Southwark. It's all this big elaborate plot between him, his doctor. Is that really his doctor? Or maybe a patient at the, Yeah, a patient. That's why I was That's what I too. was picking up on. Yeah, some guy who plays his doctor, just a buddy that he plays checkers with it at the at the what what did you guys call it last last week? The nice nursing home. The yeah, nursing but you called it something else. Something the rest home. home. Rest, rest home. <laughs> like a rest stop. I've still never heard of a rest home, but I don't know what that means. A rest stop to But yeah, so they, they, they devised this plan, <laughs> he and his son John Ross, to get him back basically to South Fork. Yeah. So they have this guy call out to there, call Bobby and say, hey, look, you know, Jared's really, really starting to respond well to your visits. We think that, it, you know, it's really helping him come along. And Bobby, being the good guy that he is, says, look, I'll come out there more often if that's what you need. He's like, well, we think it would probably be best for him if he just moved back to South Fork. And Bobby's like, 
Oh, Lord. Right. The and look then on Anne, his face was priceless. He's like, yes. Right. But then, like, Anne was like, oh, it may not be a bad thing to have him around. And Anne does what every woman on the show does. Every woman in the Ewing family, she immediately walks away with her head held high and goes and makes a bed for right. it. Right. I mean, she, like, gets, prepares his room. <laughs> right. I'm like, really? But she can handle a rifle, too. She, oh, she I handles a rifle every love episode. Her. I love her, too. Yeah. I love her. I want to be her. Yeah. Because I, I don't think Pamela could handle a gun, but definitely, mm-hmm. definitely Anne has that, of course, the stoic, whatever, the, she's stoic about Sto- it. Stoicism. That's, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the word. Good word. Yeah. I like that. It's perfect. And the part then, that was weird, sorry, the part that was weird about the doctor calling, after he hung up the phone, John Ross was in the room, and he was like, now about that date you promised me. I'm like, what? Is, this, turning, like, okay. is this turning into, <laughs> is it a gay doctor? I know, right? But then he said he wanted a, a steak, a nice steak, and a blonde. Yeah, because he's like, tired of eating the Jello. Yeah. Jello, yeah. <laughs> That's how I figured out. He's from he the rest home. <laughs> oh yes, you're right. See, I heard that. I was like, why does the doctor eat the Jello? I didn't even think like that. That is too funny. You're right. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So Jr. is making friends, high places, low places, all over the everywhere. Place. Mm-hmm. And well, he gets back into the, he gets back into South Fork because he's actually out in the stable looking through some of uh, Miss Ellie's old things that have been boxed up and put away uh, hers hers and Jock's and he comes across her uh, her journal correct and Anne knows that something's up so of course what does she do she grabs a rifle and she heads out to the stable and she pulls a gun on JR and he's mm-hmm. just sitting there you know reading because she, she knows that n- nobody really goes out there anymore nobody's out digging through those things like why would they be right. um, and they're not used to having other people living at South Fork um, so she pulls a gun on JR and He's like, oh, no, I'm just reading Mom's journal. Then he gives the journal to John Ross, tells him to read through it and to find stuff. Basically, they're looking for a way to to discredit Miss Ellie and say that um, she wasn't in a good state of mind. Which um, is sick because that is so sick that you're going to do that. Exactly. She bore you. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to find a way to discredit her and to overturn, um, to overturn the will, right? Which is just wild. But what is even crazier is the way that they pulled it off. That scene to me was everything in this episode. The scene where uh, John Ross takes the journal to Bobby and tries to blackmail him and say, "Look, you know, looks like Miss Ellie went through some stuff after Jock died, her husband," um, and. Basically trying to say that she was crazy. Right, basically trying to blackmail. Yes, mm-hmm. and Bobby did not take too kindly to that. But then Jr. walks up, he goes, like, to hell you will, do you, over my dead body, or whatever he says to him about um, about trying to blackmail Bobby. Yeah. He's like, you will not do that to my mother, blah, blah, blah. And they put on this whole act, and he slaps John Ross across the face hard. Oh, yeah. They sold it. <laughs> I mean, that was a convincing scene, It was I a thought. full smack. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I think afterwards, and I say, boy, he made that look real convincing. Mm-hmm. I felt it. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I'm not mad at a good smack, though, either. But, um, no, but that was... <laughs> He's so inappropriate. That was something. I mean, right? <laughs> inappropriate, please. Um, but, no, that was interesting. I really thought they sold that. We find out later that they're not as good actors as they thought, though. Correct. Which is kind of cool. Because Anne's kind of playing the part where she's... Um, Acting to Jr. that she is naive and just like, oh yeah, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. When really she knows what Jr. She's is. She's smart, right? So Jr. actually thinks he's playing her a little bit, her emotions, but not, not at, at all. all, not at all, and not Bobby either. Bobby's going through his own things right now, but he's still very aware of, of Jr. Right, and it's funny because I kind of thought the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, they're naive, and mm-mm, she knows how to handle a gun and she knows how to handle Jr. Again, Republicans with the guns. I know. I love a good... I feel like there might be a Democrat or two in this family. There has to be. Mm-hmm. Christopher. Maybe. Because he's trying maybe. to go... Green energy. 
Yeah. 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 I feel like Bobby might vote vote Democrat now. I don't know about that. Oh, it's, that's a stretch, <laughs> that's right? That's a stretch. That's no. a stretch. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot going on. The journal, is, the journal is kind of key to this episode. Yeah, I think that was key. But I still don't think that Bobby's up on, like, when he signed the papers. Mm-hmm. He thought he was getting he's getting rid of South Fork and all this is going to be over. Right. He doesn't know that the other shoe's about to drop. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking forward to, to see how he's going to handle it. The other shoe's about to drop. You know, I got a new pair of shoes yesterday. <laughs> They're really hot. I got these new high tops. You know where you can get really great high tops? Where? Amazon.com. You know how you can get there? Through AfterBuzzTV.com slash, uh, no, no slash. Just click on the banner now. Yeah. That's right. right. We have a banner at the top right corner of our, our website. You guys can buy shoes all day long. I love Nike high tops. I adore them. I literally live for them. And I ordered find- something today that way. On Amazon, yeah, see, fantastic! I you're helping today. us. You're helping us keep this studio running. I did mm-hmm. by by making your purchases on Amazon through AfterBuzz TV. You guys, it really helps us out. It doesn't cost you guys a penny. It takes one extra click, and it really, really benefits us. It keeps us doing what we do, which we absolutely love. Um, so if you guys could do that for us, we'd really, really appreciate it. They have fantastic shoes on there. They do. There are some other websites, but. Psh- they don't compare. Get your kicks on Amazon. Get your get your, get your kicks on Amazon. <laughs> get Let's your kicks. It. What? Get your kicks on Route sixty six. Wasn't that an old saying? Yes. That's, that's yeah. before my time. Yes. You are as old as Methuselah. <laughs> you are one hundred and twelve years old before your time. Please. <laughs> I don't have a wrinkle on my face. I do. I got a couple right here. My face is like Suellen, completely bald and tucked. Yeah, I need some injections immediately. Oh, so moving on, Bobby. It's funny how all the main the main topics of these episodes are still mm-hmm. Jr. and Bobby. Oh yeah, it's, I love it's it's, it's the uh, classic story of Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. Really, if you look at it, because mm-hmm. getting a, biblical right yeah, now. She's got biblical real quick. Yeah, Dallas right. to the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are talking Republican. Yeah. You got to talk about the Bible every once in a while. Republicans, the Bible is going hand in hand. Exactly. Lord, but that's just, I think that's as far as the Bible's ever going to go in right. like this conversation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Goodbye. You know what I I actually read this on um on Twitter the other day. I have one of those uh, OMG facts. The most the most uh, stolen uh, book in the entire world is the Bible. Is that <laughs> ironic? Is that? Because it's wait maybe because it's out of hotels because there's always one in a hotel. That makes sense actually. You know how we could find this out? We could go on to Bing.com and find out. Bing it, everyone. Bing it. Find out. Let us know. Let us know why Bibles are so stolen. I'll tell you why, though, because if it goes back to hotels, because every time I go to a hotel, I throw away the Bible. Oh, my Lord. He did not just say that. (laughs) We do not condone this. (laughs) I just hide it under the bed so nobody else can find it. Moving on. Bobby's got cancer. (laughs) So, apparently, since the last episode, Bobby has had this cancer taken care of. Uh, Mm -hmm. He and Anne kind of... Anne, correct? Yes. Anne decided to deal with it kind of privately. They didn't even tell... They didn't even tell Christopher. Um, P.S. For just having surgery, it looks amazing. Yeah. We don't know if it was just like the other day or if it was a couple of weeks had gone by. or I'm not really sure if they really addressed that. Mm -hmm. Um, But... And also in the original series, things would happen, and like literally moments later, they'd be like having like having bourbon by the pool, and like twenty minutes before, they're all like held at gunpoint in the living room. So right. like they these Ewings bounce back very quickly, right? So. Like, the, like the girl on Prometheus that had a full C-section, she's running around screaming. I can't deal crazy. with Prometheus right now. Right, so, I totally agree. Oh, you know what I mean? Saw it like she had a full surgical I alien. I not believe that at all. I've heard I've heard nothing but bad things about that movie. So, and I've been so excited about it too. I know. I don't know. That was the best part, though. Yeah. Well, I don't need to see it now. Right. So Bobby, again, Bobby has cancer. Um, <laughs> we're all laughing about it. And 
and he has it taken care of, but when he's at the doctor, they say that the tumor was much larger than they expected and that they got it all, but mm-hmm. that because of that, there's a much larger chance that it could come back. Is that correct? Right. Yes. Saying this right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's they have other forms of treatment they can now take, and he's basically like, do whatever you have to do. Right. As long as it's not going to make me lose my hair, which is kind of funny. Right. <laughs> he's, like, he's known for his hair. Right. Yeah. Some of the side effects, I guess, were like pretty severe. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it? Heart failure. Yeah. Myopathy. Cardiomyopathy. Cardiomyopathy. What is that? Which is what? I, I don't know. A heart attack. Oh. Um, another stroke was stroke. one. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they were pretty... You so, know. I mean, a heart attack, a stroke, whatever, no biggie. I mean, they've already killed him once. He's not going to die again. Really? I haven't gotten to that season yet. Quit ruining it for me. Well, you already know. <laughs> the show's been out for 30 years. I'm like, don't ruin it. <laughs> Anyways. So, but then they then they do tell Christopher because because Bobby decides to still go ahead and sell South Fork. He signs over the papers, correct? Um, and after as he's doing this, Christopher comes to tell him that he actually figured out a way to harvest the methane yes. without causing and, earthquakes and, and tsunamis. tsunamis. <laughs> really? I'm like, I get it, you guys. You're trying to be current and everything. I understand that. Like, tsunamis, like, they're all yeah. the rage right now for whatever reason. I'm just kidding. That was a bad joke. But <laughs> they're trying to stay current and act like they're, like, really up on, like, what's going on in the world. But, like, really, you're harvesting methane and it's going to cause tsunamis around the world. Right. Like, how come we've never heard of this? And then he was able to solve it in, like, two weeks' time. Yeah, like, in, like... He's a, really smart. In a laboratory with his ex-girlfriend. Laying on the couch, which was weird, too. Yes. Fast asleep. Fast asleep. I mean, I don't know about that. But he solved it. And as he's going to tell his dad, his dad, Bobby, has already signed over uh, South Fork to the Venezuelans. Is that correct? Are you, well, what, he doesn't know. He doesn't know, know who it is. Well, he doesn't know it's the them, but... Casa de Sol people? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he thinks that's what... Casa de Sol, Venezuela. Put two and two together, people. <laughs> They go together, Peace. clearly. Peace. Namaskara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, namaste. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so he sells it, and as as this is happening, um, Christopher walks in, and he's like, no, 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 what are you doing? And Bobby sends the, the attorney. Who, who, mis- attorney, his name is either Mr. Lavelle or Mr. LaBelle. We were not sure. I think it's LaBelle. With a B? Yeah, because I, at the end, it sounded more like LaBelle. LaBelle. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. They started the enunciating other. better by the end of the episode, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so the attorney, Mr. LaBelle, um, takes the documents out of the room, and Christopher's basically upset with his dad. He's like, look, you've never believed in me. You've never believed in me. What's going on? And his dad, he's like, why can't you just treat me like a man? And that then makes Bobby realize, you know what, you're right. Although I've just sold South Fork, I am going to sit you down and talk to you like a man. And he tells him, look, I've got cancer. And Christopher's kind of taken aback by that. And then he tells him that he's already had it taken care of. He's already had the surgery. I mean, right? like, it never said a word to him. I would be furious. Could you imagine? Like, if, like, my, like, my family's kind of like that. They don't like to share things, like, health, any health problems. My grandfather was like that. My grandmother's like that. My mom's kind of like that. And anytime anything out of the ordinary happens in anyone's health in my family, mm-hmm. they don't say a word. Right. And I am not happy about it. I'm like, I want to know the moment you know. Of course. Like I think it, most of us like that, but I also think that, you know, the last generation, I think that they mm-hmm. had those secrets. They didn't really want to talk about it. Speaking of your mother. Oh, yeah. I have to do this right now. Mother, I love you. I adore you. Happy birthday. It's my mom's birthday today. Yeah. Yes, I won't tell. Happy I won't tell. Birthday, I, do, I won't tell anyone how old you are, Mom. But you're fantastic. She's very young. She's she is very young. She looks young. She's well. She had you at 16, right, or something like <laughs> Shut that. Shut up. You're so stupid. Just kidding, Kathy. <laughs> Hilarious, Mama Kath. Mama Kath. That's right. That's right. But uh, I want to make sure I said happy birthday to her because I love her and I miss you and I wish I were there to celebrate with you. But I'm not. I'm oh, here. So touching. This I'm one. here making my dreams come true, Mother. Support. Support. We'll see you soon, though. I think they're going to come out. 
mom and Mackenzie are gonna come out soon. My little sister. So. Cool. Yeah, nice. yeah. Good I time. want I want them to sit in here and watch. Oh, that would be a blast. Yeah. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Well, your mom watches all the episodes. She watches everything. She literally. she literally watches them over and over again, and then she t- she texts me and tells me that I was wrong about this, that, and whatever. She that, corrects me a lot. This, that, and the other. <laughs> I wonder where I get it. I wonder. So, uh, Bobby's got cancer, right? So, Bobby, this this whole thing goes down. Finally, Christopher knows about this. Christopher doesn't deal with it very well. He um he runs outside. Runs in the wind, outside in the windstorm. I'm sorry, I'm getting text messages that are. Interesting. He runs outside um, in the wind. In a windstorm. Okay, which is the funniest thing about this because I'm realizing as I watch seasons one and two of Dallas, it's always windy at South Florida all windy. the time. <laughs> and they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner out of their like patio furniture. Mm-hmm. And it's always windy. Right. Which is why, you know, I told you earlier that Sue Ellen on The View, whatever, what's her real name? Uh, Linda Gray. Right. Lin- Linda, Linda Gray. I she- know everything now. See, are you guys back? You guys at home should be so proud of me for like doing the research. Caught up quick. Yeah, I did. But Linda Gray, I guess one season cut all of her hair off as short as like <laughs> mine because she was so sick of the wind getting in her face and everything. Mm-hmm. I guess the producers were like furious. Her hair like, looks good tonight. Yeah, I like that. My hair? Yeah, it looks good. Oh, thank you. It's getting better lately. I'm was proud a, of you. Was in a windstorm. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you always look lovely. You yeah. always do, Dorinda. <laughs> always. <laughs> So as he's outside in this windstorm, uh, Elena comes out to console him, and they kiss. They do. Elena, who he was going to marry originally. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another topic we have coming oh, up. Oh, we're going to um, go there. Yeah, we're going there. But uh, he was going to marry her originally, so they have obviously some um, th- a little bit of a, 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 a torch for each other still. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there was never like a clear break. Unresolved kind of just, issues. Unresolved yes. issues. Yes. Yes. Exactly. There was definitely and no the closure. whole thing was on camera. Someone yes. was taking pictures. I love, again, how modern South Fork is now, and somebody's got an iPhone sitting on... <laughs> this is so appropriate. It's just so funny to me. The iPhone is, like, resting on, like, like the iconic, like, fence at right. South Fork. Which the like, fence the is South completely see-through. Like, you yeah. wouldn't see someone standing there. Yeah, he's like, oh, you'll never see... All you see is an arm. Like, well, you can see... If you look a foot to the left, you see an entire person there attached to that iPhone. Right, right. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Maybe his costume was, like, stripes all the yeah. way down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a camouflage with stripes painted across them. I don't know, but so we find out that that was actually what's his name? Tommy. Tommy, who is Rebecca's, Rebecca's brother. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like not like brother, not brother. Like a white guy, like an actual brother. Um. So he takes a picture and then sends it to Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's been trying to get Rebecca mm-hmm. to get some dirt on the methane yes. by right. that uh, little zip drive or right. whatever. Yes. Tell, did you notice that every scene that she's in, she's holding the zip drive? Like she's like gets the picture, it's in her hand, she pulls it out of her. They pocket. really want like, you to notice the zip drive. Yeah, she's yeah. she's carrying that zip drive everywhere. Oh yeah, it? and you see it next to the computer. Mm-hmm. Still not in the computer. Again, Dallas, we get it. You're technologically advanced now, and right. the entire house has been remodeled. It frustrates me now that I know about the original. I watch it. I'm like, that's not how the living looked. That's not how the dining room well, looked. Well, you're going to remodel your house from 1978, 79. No, it's not South Fork Ranch. That's Miss Ellie's family. What are they? They were called the, what was their name? Oh, Lord. The South somethings. The Southmores or the something. Oh, I don't remember that. The original family, Ellie's family. That's where the ranch came from because they were cattle hands. Cattle ranchers back in the day before they got into oil. Well, there you go. A little tidbit for you. I've got information left and right for you guys. He's full of facts. And I'm going to watch two more seasons by next week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, that goes down. Um, so, now Rebecca has the information. We find out, though, that Christopher, being the good guy that he is, and he actually is. He kind of takes yeah. after his dad. Um, Christopher goes to Rebecca after the kiss because he kind of pulls back from Elena and realizes that that's not really what he's interested in. At least in that moment. Mm-hmm. And he goes to his wife, as he should, um, and he pulls her aside and says, you know, look. As she's getting ready to literally, with the zip drive in her in her pocket, to, like, send it to, like, to she's the, like the tabloid or something. Go. Yeah. 
to probably to TMZ. TMZ is going to make an appearance in episode four just to show us how really current they are. But um, so <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I know, right? But um, so then he goes to Rebecca and says, "Look, I you know I found out today my dad has cancer. I didn't respond to it very well. I ran outside. Elena was there to comfort me, and she looks at him. She's kind of like." And at this point, we don't know, like, is she just a complete, like, manipulator? Is she completely just conniving? Or does she actually have some feelings for him? Right. To me, she's leaning towards, she obviously has feelings towards mm-hmm. him. And mm-hmm. she's, like, debating the whole time whether she should, yeah. you know, follow through with what her brother wants yeah, her to do. exactly. And because I think her brother has a little bit more control than we realized so far. Right. Um, and so he tells her this. And she's like, I don't know exactly what you're trying to say to me right now. He's like, well, I, I know where I need to be and I should be here with you. I love you. And I want you to know that I will love you for the rest of your life. And he grabs her, and she kind of, like, looks at him with tears in her eyes, and they kiss. And it was really a sweet moment. Right. And then the camera pans away <laughs> to the zip drive, and it's falling into the trash can. Right. Which mm-hmm. is kind of a cool shot, actually. Right. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the, the handheld shots. I'm not sure how I feel about them yet. Right. Because it's a little bit dizzy for me sometimes. This isn't the shield. Yeah, and it's not the Blair Witch Project either. Exactly. So sometimes I'm like, I'm getting nervous. I'm starting to get dizzy from the show. But... It makes it feel more real. I think they're mm-hmm. trying to make it feel, feel more like The Hills or like any of those reality shows that are kind of... Right. Yeah. As opposed to everything just being so straight and moving. Yeah. Trying to make it a little more aggro. Yeah. Yeah, but we could deal without that. I'm yeah. not sure how I feel about just it. Just get a tripod, for God's sake. Exactly. Jesus. You, I want to know what you guys think at home. I want to know if you guys really enjoy this style of shooting. I mean, it's interesting at, at sometimes. At sometimes it kind of gets a little bit... Does it make you guys dizzy? Because it makes me dizzy. Maybe because I'm old. But I want you guys to get on <laughs> iTunes and let me know what you think. Do you think that this is, is, is this how shows are shot now? Because a lot of these other shows, like The Office and 30 Rock and those sorts of shows are all shot like this. Mm-hmm. Right. But does it work in this kind of setting? I don't know. I want to hear from you guys and also if you get on itunes rate comment click let us know um, what you guys think tell your friends about us you'll also see that i also comment on there i respond to these things i do too but they didn't post my comment he's, he's off i must have been inappropriate again as old as methuselah he doesn't know how to use itunes apparently but <laughs> i will i will comment back and let you guys know um you know that i'm getting your your comments and that i appreciate them do you know what can help you, you with your dizziness huh I bet Marta has a pill for you because she's like the pill yeah. popper. Yeah, she, Marta. She has, yes. the, she has the pill what? and the, what's his name, drink. And then yeah. she yeah. got stressed and she's like, pills. Yeah, she did a There's... pill last week for the weird non-sex sex thing they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever that was. That was that And then was she creepy. popped a pill tonight when JR, JR basically said after he was leaving, um, what, was he in Venezuela? Or with the he, said, he basically said, if you screw me over, I'm going to come after you. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. interesting about JR is that he said this to his son earlier in the episode. Then he also said it to Marta. Basically, he's like, look. I get it. I'm 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 a swindler. I'm you know I'm a conniver. Right. I get it. I can respect it and appreciate it. Don't ever do it to me again. You'll end up in the ground. Basically. I love how Jr. always references his parents too. He always says my daddy, my mama, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he says like, um, I always loved my daddy, but I also feared my daddy. Yeah. Well, I think that's what makes the show so great back in 1978 and right now as well. It's like the family dynamic. Right. Um, there aren't a whole lot of shows that are really like that on air anymore like they're all like daytime soap operas the shows, right like like again the young and the restless the, the newmans or the newmans and the and the abbots and those those sort of old rivalries they're not really in prime time anymore right um and this brings it back and it brings it back well right i like it a lot oh yeah i mean it i don't know i mean in the beginning when they're getting shaved 
when John Ross and Jr. are getting shaved, and he right. uh, sends the two people out of the room, I really got a little scared there for a minute. I was like, what is he going to do? Yeah, yeah. John Slice Ross is covered up, and he doesn't know what's going on. And that that always scares me. Whenever somebody. they show one of those scenes in a film when a guy's getting shaved, and I, I'm always like, there. I'm like, someone's gonna get. I know you're like ready slit. for like one of those crazy like Sweeney Todd moments where they're gonna Any make him like a or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I can't handle that kind of stuff. And I my, just hate, I just can't. Have my little sister Mackenzie loved like that. No, my little sister Mackenzie they loved the movie Sweeney Todd forever, and I tried to watch it with her once, and it, they're just like slitting throats everywhere and like cutting people up while they're shaving them. He's a the demon barber of whatever something yeah, street. It's twelve year appropriate for like a twelve year old. She's sixteen, but she's twelve at the time, I think. But like anything like that makes me really nervous. I don't think I'd I would even let somebody shave me that way. I couldn't. Maybe mm-hmm. when I have like millions someday, like I right. whatever, I'll like pay the minions. I let to someone shave, shave my legs before my face. Really? Mm-hmm. Like they're not gonna kill you if they cut your leg. That's what I'm saying. She'll shave my leg. So it's not really that bold of a statement to be making. No, I'm just saying, if you're going to shave, shave your, something, you shave, shave my legs. your legs already. Anyways. <laughs> I, have cute, I have pretty legs. You do. Yeah, yeah you, have, you have something. I don't know what to comment on that. I almost said you do have pretty legs. But no, you don't. Why, why would I even say that? I'm starting to agree with you right now. Oh, God. Pull it together. Pull it together. And then we have another, another big story this episode. Some people have aged really well on the show. And some people haven't. Have Cliff Barnes is back. It was my he's, prediction. He's old as shit. He looks terrible. He like, actually what? looks okay when you're close, but then he walks away and he's somehow he's gotten this tall. That, yes, and he like hobbles away like you know he's the new Gollum. Like he's been filming <laughs> the Hobbit, the Hobbit in New Zealand for exactly. the last few months. Yeah, yeah, I don't hmm. weird. <laughs> yeah, he's back, and I'm really excited about it because I actually now that I'm, now that I'm watch, watching the original, I love the whole the Barnes family. Um, he was great in the original, but he, I haven't gotten. To, I'm, I'm on season two right now, so okay. to me, he's still a great guy. He's still really nice and like down to earth and like has a good heart. Right. Apparently, that something changes in the next twelve seasons because he's not a good guy anymore. Right? He comes back and he's ready to. He's, he's Jr. Yeah, it's Jr. Mm-hmm. Jr. changes him. Mm-hmm. The whole everything that happens. Yeah. Can we also talk about his his aide that knocked on the door on Christopher's door? Okay, from Star Trek. Yes, he was the captain on Star Trek, the movie, the opening, two thousand nine. A little nerd alert for you. Oh, he, that's what he was That's from. who he was. Oh, yeah. the hottie. Hottie. Yeah, he was good looking on that. Was he? Yeah. Well, he's your type, I guess. He's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is he? I don't even know what ethnicity he is. he's Indian or something. Like, yeah, or like Middle Eastern or something. Yeah. I mean, it could be my type. <laughs> you are single. Yeah, if you are Indian or Middle Eastern and you think you might be my type, go ahead and send me, <laughs> get on YouTube, send me a video. No, I'm- Inappropriate. I, I'm not inappropriate. I'm AJ. That's who I am. Deal with it. <laughs> Love it or leave it. So, uh, Yeah. This uh, so he's 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 back, Cliff Barnes. He's yeah. back. We knew this was going to happen. Right, oh, had yeah. to happen. Right. But I thought that Cliff Barnes and I'm, st- I'm I don't know. I thought that Cliff Barnes might be the dad to either Tommy or Rebecca. Um, but apparently he's not because he invites Christopher and Rebecca. No, Christopher and Rebecca. Yeah. To dinner mm-hmm. at his place and tries to b- bribe Christopher. And he's like, Christopher's like, why are you really here? He's like, well, I have a million dollars to offer you to help you with your methane um, project. And he's like, mm, but why now? Why are you here now? I miss my family. No, you didn't. You know, he's basically trying to one up JR again. Right. Because Christopher already turned down his the Ewings mm-hmm. with their offer for money. Um, and so now he's trying to one up them. And he's trying to basically get back at him for all these years of shenanigans. And he pulled the same crap that John Ross has pulled on Christopher. And even I don't I don't know if Jr. has pulled it on him, but mm-hmm. I know he said it behind his back. Mm-hmm. 
you're not one of them. You'll never be one of them. Yeah, right. And he's pulling that card out again so he can make him feel bad. And he drops his mom's name, Pam. He talks about Pam. Mm-hmm. Victoria Principal. I learned about her this weekend. She's everything. But um, he drops her name too and tries to like play on, play that guilt card. Of course, mm-hmm. that's what they. All, that's what this whole all this entire show do. is all about guilt. Right. I feel it's like it's basically a microcosm of like the Catholic Church. <laughs> I went to Catholic school growing up, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, they just try to guilt everybody into everything, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it is. Again, back to religion and the Bible. See Again, here it is. See, oh. oh Lord, I can't even. There's too much. There's way too much. Too much going on. Yeah. But you know, I think. Uh, with Cliff Barnes, so much more is going to play into this because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's and that and his henchmen or whatever his right. I still know. think he's behind. There, yes, the sister brother dynamic duo. Yeah, there's then, something behind them that has to do with him. On. There has to be. Right. She was way too quiet. Yeah, and just very. And if you ever noticed at one point, like when she like swallowed, it was like very nervous. Like she was. There's something. You're talking about Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't travel around with like a scary aid like that unless you're up to no good. Yeah, no good. Mm-hmm. Downright dirty fool is what he is. I know. But he's uh he's old. Like, can he really last on the show? Like, that's I, what that's what I start to wonder about some of these characters. I'm like, what if they that's go like, terrible. five I was six thinking seasons? That, and I'm like, they're not gonna make it. I was thinking the same thing too. I'm like, is that why they? Diagnosed with cancer, once yeah. depressed, so that so now they have like an out. If all of a sudden they're not on the show anymore, they're like, oh, well, they died. Well, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? But in the old season, they would die, or something would happen. They would just replace them with someone else. Really? Well, when Jacques died, they actually did a whole big thing for him. Like, oh, really? it, yeah, and you'll see that. Sorry, to but then ruin that for Jacques you. dies. <laughs> but wait, Jacques dies, but then someone does come back as him. Remember, he was held in a prison. Oh or yeah, in the and mountains they find out that the, it's it really not, wasn't him. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah. Like somebody had plastic surgery and came yeah, back. Yeah, his face was taken off in the plane crash or something. And he just knew things. And Miss Ellie. Yeah. This is just like Young and the Restless. It is exactly. I'm like, that's happened to Lauren on Young and the Restless. Sheila's come back as 12 different people on Young and the Restless. Catherine Chan- Chancellor had somebody come back as her. I mean, every, that happens on Young and the Restless all the time. It really does. Mm-hmm. I do love the Young and the Restless a little bit too much, don't I? <laughs> a little I? bit too much. Yeah, I think I need to compose myself. I think maybe we should go to a commercial right now so we can compose ourselves and come back and finish <laughs> out the show. How about that, Marissa? Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Wooly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man, no. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? Because <laughs> AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows. Like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. No, I got some strong opinions. And After Buzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the After Buzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. Three that was in Pop Stars 2 on the WB. You realize we're on again right now. You're just oh. talking, just talking away. So we're back, and if we have Hi a couple guys. more things we'd like to touch on, I know that it seems so odd to me that right out the gate, and it makes sense, I guess, because it needs you kind of need to raise the stakes for this new reboot, or they're not calling it a reboot, but whatever this yeah. the Dallas reinvention. Call. Yes, reinvention. Yeah. Okay, Madonna. Madonna. I knew you're going to the reinvention tour. Um, so <laughs> obviously they can't sell South Fork. No. Right now it's it's sold. But, like, that can't go through. It's not that easy. And without South Fork, it's like having sex in the city without New York City. 
can't happen. It wouldn't be a city. We, they went, didn't they go to Morocco or where did they, where did they go that once? Uh, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. How did that work out? You can't do these shows without like the main character, which for this show is South Fork. It's right. the yeah. ranch. Um, so that's not going to go through. And this, this attorney, LaBelle, yeah. he's a shyster. He's oh, trying to blackmail yeah. now John Ross for $5 million. Because basically he said that the conservative ship has 24 hours before they sell it to mm-hmm. JR. Yeah. And he's saying all it takes is one phone call to Bobby, and this whole deal goes away. And for $5 million, then yeah. they'll keep quiet. And with that one phone call, JR and John Ross both go to jail. Right, because they, what they're doing is illegal. Right, yeah, you know, and and which it kills me because the he also told him right before that that there this there's billions of dollars of oil involved with this deal, billions. Mm-hmm. Right, you're asking for five million dollars, and there's billions of dollars. I'm like, you don't ask for five million. And John Ross's face was like, <gasps> like really, that's a that's a drop in the bucket. Right, and then that's, he's and then he, they're trying to find dirt on the lawyer to try to discredit him so they yeah. don't have to pay him. I'm like, just give him the five million dollars and yeah, hit it. Call it a day, billions of dollars. I mean, the property's worth one of them. I mean, yeah. it's just crazy. What I don't get though is how Jr's like, we need to find no John Ross. Like, we need to find dirt on him, and Jr's like, no, he's clean as a whistle. Yet he's blackmailing you for five million dollars. This yeah. guy isn't as clean as we think he is. And is he tied to Jr. Then because Jr.'s trying to get John Ross to stop looking into it. Like, why would Jr. even say that he's clean as a whistle? Well, Jr. knows better. Yeah, there has to be something. something. And the only thing that Jr. mentioned was his son mm-hmm. and how his son had had a drinking problem mm-hmm. and killed a woman. And there was a witness, but the witness has disappeared apparently. Ten yeah. years ago or five years ago right. or something. Yes. So, so it's, it's so it's a tangled web they they weave on these these Ewings. It's much easier than last week though. Trying yeah, to put it all together. Yeah, for sure. Two hours two and hours fifteen of minutes it. of Dallas, <laughs> which is the weirdest two hour and fifteen minute premiere ever. But then we also realized that along with all this, as we're figuring out that John Ross doesn't really know what's going on, Jr. possibly knows what's going on, but mm-hmm. we're not even sure because he thinks that. Bobby and Anne are being duped by him. And then we find out in the bedroom later that night as Anne is putting on her hand lotion to keep those hands nice and soft. Which I'm um, like, what's she getting that lotion for? I know. I'm like, are you about to get crazy? Yeah. I'm like, he just had a surgery. Right. Calm down. Calm slow down. down. <laughs> um, but uh, so we find out that she doesn't trust JR at all. She Correct. sees right through him, which yeah. is which is kind of cool. I right. like that they made her. I did not want, because I love, I loved her character from Desperate Housewives, even though she was just a voice. Mm-hmm. But she did a lot of cameos right. and stuff. And I loved her character. She's I've a strong female character. Very much so. Which so was Pam. So mm-hmm. it's, you know. But in a very different way, though. Correct. Pam yeah. kind of grew into it, though, because Pam was so young she was when the young. show first came on. And she stepped right into that role, and she she looks like she's been a Ewing her entire life. I question Anne's decorating skills, though, because you just see those lamps and those stars behind the bed. The stars above the headboard? I those were like, so weird. I wouldn't have that in that mansion. If they're that rich, they should have a little bit more. <laughs> Four two-bit stars decor. hanging above your headboard. I mean, I mean come, come on, on. <laughs> come on. We don't talk alike at all. So, <laughs> but then I she's... Mean, the only place you're supposed to get stars is like tattoos. We have star tattoos on our arm. That's what he's trying to get at right now. We were drunk in Vegas one night years ago and both got matching tattoos on our star on our arms. I got three, and then my mom asked me why, and I said I have one for each sister. She says, "Honey, you have four sisters." <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk, okay? I don't know. I was a mess. Yeah, so. I ended up covering mine up. Yeah, he's got a bunch of them. I'm getting more details tomorrow. Yeah. So, Anne sees right through JR, though. And Bobby's kind of like... <laughs> Bobby kind of does, too. You love us. You adore us. You're all Are by you, yourself That was tonight. a delayed laugh. No I Kelly here tonight much. to save you, sweetheart. Nope. Um, 
You're all but, alone. But Bobby also sees through JR, just not quite the same way. I think Bobby's trying. He always gets duped by JR. He always wants to believe in JR, mm-hmm. and he should never, basically. Right. And luckily, he has a woman like Anne to wear the pants in that family right. because. And the gun. And Dan to grab the rifle every single episode. Yeah. We should keep a tally of how many times she grabs a rifle this it was season. Twice That's this a great one. drinking game. Yeah. yeah. It was twice this oh. one and twice last time, maybe. So two shots per episode, that's <laughs> no, not that's that not great of a drinking it. game. Yeah. What about every time she fires a gun? Because you got to do more than two shots when you fire a gun. No. How about, every, how about every time JR says daddy? Yeah, mommy, mama daddy or daddy. Or mama. Mama daddy. Yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Or darling. Yeah. Come on, darling. Yeah, that is a good one. one. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a Should we bring drinks next time? Yeah, I think we, I think should, we should. See what right. happens. But you guys didn't? Well, that's all tequila. Hello, vodka for me. You guys know. I'm on juice fast. She's like coconut water. You're so LA. <laughs> <laughs> so then this this episode ends with finally we find out the guy who was investigating the email from last week, the email that was sent to Elena. Yeah, from from Christopher, Christopher. allegedly. Um, the investigator investigator comes back to was it to John Ross was he talking John to John Ross yeah to tell him because we thought John Ross sent it right. that's what we all thought at the top of a parking structure yes on the top of a park isn't that funny how you you always meet in a parking structure when always. things are like shady it's always a parking structure always Watergate took place there this <laughs> there's no cameras yeah I guess now there are yeah yeah there's in 2012 in Dallas there have to be cameras somewhere some I don't believe it but they're on a parking structure and John <laughs> Ross finds out that the email was sent by who. Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca wrote the email to Christopher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before she even knew. Correct. Yeah. So Rebecca pretended to be, no, she wrote the email to Elena. Yes. yes. Correct. Rebecca wrote an email, sent it to Elena, and then as Elena runs off, John Ross meets up with her in Mexico or something? Was it Mexico? Correct. Yeah, yeah she yes. went down to Mexico yeah, to yeah, deal yeah, with the yeah. grief of the break. Yeah, and then it turns out that Rebecca used that as an opportunity to then get to know Christopher. Right. And now they're married. And she's kind of conflicted as to, you know, we're, we haven't decided if she's a complete villain or if she's... I think she went in with bad intentions, but yes. then she fell for yeah. him. She's a little bit Sue Ellen-esque, I think. She's the Sue mm-hmm. Ellen character of the newer show. Like, she's got a good side and a bad side, and she's kind of torn. Right. Whereas yeah. Elena's more the, uh, the She's Pamela. falling for her mark. She is. She is. Big time. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to she's see what happens She's going to have to decide week. between her brother and her, her husband. husband. That Well, hello, that's Pamela. Right. That's Pamela's entire story. Yeah, exactly. Cliff Barnes and Bobby. Bobby Ewing. Oh, Lord. So that, that concludes the episode. We're kind of excited yeah. about next week because I think the episodes are getting better. Right. Um, but do we? Do, we, do you guys have any news? I think you have a little bit of news for our, for our viewers and our you listeners. You had an exciting weekend this I- weekend. TV <laughs> <laughs> News. I did. I had a really good weekend. I actually met uh, Josh Henderson. You did? I did. Really? Yes. He's a sweetheart, by the way. Yeah. He's total, just so total hot sweet. in person. He's way hot. Hope you're listening. Hi, Josh. <laughs> Hello. Hi, hi, Josh. I tweeted you today, sir. I think I did, too. I retweeted. Yeah, yep. yeah he's he's pretty awesome. And he is actually a Dallas boy. He's a Texas boy from Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's really excited about this because it's like, you know, uh, you know, boy comes home to hometown filming there. He loves it. We, we talked about that for a while. I read an article saying that he'd, he hadn't been home in like five years and it was kind of exciting to now get to go back to his hometown and, and get oh, to experience yeah. Hang out with there. his friends, yeah. family. Oh yeah, he's he's really stoked about it. He's mm-hmm. been, and it was for two years he's been on the project already. Yeah. 
So they shot he, this pilot like a year ago, right? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I saw the first like trailer for mm-hmm. it or promo for it was like a year ago yeah, in the summer. Ago. Yeah, so it's been going for a while, and he's so sweet. But did you know that he was on the WB season two of Pop Stars too? No. Yes. Yes. Singing? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Scene twenty three was the name of his group. Really? Scene twenty three. Yeah. Yes. That's embarrassing. That's kind of embarrassing. Yes. We got to find that footage. I. I yes. we, we need. That we'll be up great. here next week. Maybe he can <laughs> sing if we can get him in here. Yeah. Sing us a little song. I'll let him sing to me. Oh, and, please. Inappropriate. See? And you guys, you like the Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he was Austin McCann on the Desperate Housewives? He was who? Austin McCann on the Desperate Housewives. What season was that? Because I know I'd seen him other places and I couldn't figure out where I knew him from. Yeah. It had to have been Desperate Housewives. Interesting. Yeah, which is interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. but yeah, a really nice stand-up dude, enjoyable to talk to. Mm-hmm. Really Where were liked you at? Him. Um, I was at Maria Menounos' birthday party. Oh, work. Yes, wow. it was really great. We're too we're too new to get invited. I know. We were busy working, doing all these wonderful shows for you guys. Exactly. Maybe next year, Maria. Hey, hey, <laughs> <working out. laughs> So predictions. What do we think? What do we think is coming up for the show? Nope, nope. My favorite part. And now you love those lights. It's really the little things in life that get me excited. The little things. I yes. still get scared every time I hear it because it comes out of nowhere to me. <laughs> he's, done I, t- he's done two shows now. Every time I hear it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, but uh, my prediction is that JR is going to completely screw over his son, mm-hmm. John Ross, because that's just his thing. You know, he made that promise to him while he was getting shaved, saying that... Did you say whilst? Whilst? Whilst whilst he was getting shaved, (laughs) that uh, he was going to make up for not being there for him. And every time he says something good like that, it always means something bad Mm -hmm. is happening. So I think he's going to completely screw his son. Mm -hmm. I think... So, for some reason, don't ask me why. I think Christopher is going to take that money from Cliff Barnes. Mm. I think it's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I. They keep playing that you'll never be one of them. You'll mm-hmm. never be a Ewing. I really feel something's going to happen, and Christopher is going to take that money from Cliff Barnes. I kind of see that happening too, because mm-hmm. Cliff Barnes is around for a few episodes this season. I know, so I know I yeah. think he's back next week, possibly episodes three, four, and ten. I think I heard something oh, okay. like that. I, I read the blog somewhere about this, but I, I kind of agree with that. I think that Christopher. I think because they also made a reference that um, what the Doc had, or Doc Jock had said years ago that um, you get power by being ruthless, not by being a hard worker and by being whatever. You, you get it by being ruthless. And you take it. You take it. Power is something that you take. You take it. And I think that Christopher is finally going to step up and like, look, John Ross is playing dirty. I have to play dirty to keep up. So that's yeah. my prediction. Hey, you guys, we want to thank you guys for stopping by. Again, I'm AJ Gibson. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. You can follow me at Twitter at RyanACarrillo.com. And you can follow me at Twitter at Lula Cherry Films. Thanks for stopping by, you guys. We'll be here again next week, same time, same place. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz is later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank <laughs> you.